it. This is episode 531. No Laugh Track Podcast here at Acme Comedy Company in Minneapolis, Minnesota. We are post-Christmas, pre-New Year's Eve. I am here with the week's headliner, Kermit Apio, who's doing shows all week, including Sunday night, which almost never happens here at Acme, but because uh, New Year's Eve is on a Sunday, the show must go on. Yeah, and because it's overtime, I'm getting time and a half for that show. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lewis was just out here, and I don't... Does he know that? Yeah. Well, it's it's union. You know, it has to be that way. So, um, yeah, I'm getting overtime pay. and I enjoy union. And, right. Yeah. In the middle of the set, I get a break. There right, because go. it's two shows on a Sunday night, on a dark night, so I get time and a half and a break. I'm so happy. <laughs> Episode 531, we're, we're off to a start, my friend. <laughs> and because you're, uh, yeah, the comedy union says we need to take a five-minute break right now. So <laughs> just just, sit, just yeah. sit quietly. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome back. You have, let's see, the last time we were here was, uh, I think, August of 2022. Does that sound right? Yes, that yes. sounds about right. So happy to be back. Really, really excited about it. Should be the same weather this week. As, as, as August, yeah. <laughs> like, well, I did. I did look at the the extended forecast, and I truly believe it's lying to me. Because yeah. I've never been here. I've done New Year's Eve. This is my second time, but what I've is? done a lot of Januarys over the years. Yes, you have. And I have never had. And I'm not even going to say what the forecast said because I don't want to jinx it. But I'm going to jinx it because it's never been that way. Yeah. I've never seen winter like that. Yes, so, fingers crossed. Let's yes. be thankful. Yes. So uh, I want to ask you about New Year's uh, Eves growing up. Uh, let's go back all the way to when you were a kid. What was it like growing up? In, you lived in Hawaii as yes. a kid. Yes. With mom and dad. Yes. And uh, how many siblings? Uh, I have two younger siblings. Two younger siblings. Yep. So what was New Year's Eve like in Hawaii? New Year's Eve uh, is loud in Hawaii. Uh, people in Hawaii love to blow things up. It is, yeah, and there's no, well, actually there is now. There are there are laws now, but but up until about probably 10 years ago, you could just set stuff on fire. You could just, you know what I mean? Like, like the, people weren't, were, there were fireworks, but there were also just, you know, grenades people had. You know what I mean? It, 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 people are going nuts. And, Leftovers? Uh, and, yeah, and, and, like, and um, yeah, finger and arm injuries, those kind of things. Uh, it's it's a huge night for that. And uh, yeah, so. Did the Hawaii, Apio family have them? No. So, so my dad, uh, my dad was a cop, so. Uh, oh, he was cracking everybody. Yeah, I exactly. Or, or he'd be sitting there complaining the whole time. Just, oh, these people, ah, oh, just, just hated New Year's Eve. And, and that's why he didn't want to work it. And by the time I was uh, a kid, he had seniority. So he never worked that night. Nice. Um, nice. So our house is this kind of quiet house, but the whole neighborhood, it just, it's lit up. It's just insane. I was looking, you know, one of the things I always do when I uh, do the podcast is I'll look up stories about, you know, like where people are from, where they grew up, maybe where they live now, like in Seattle for you. And uh, I saw a story 60 of coming out of Hawaii, 16 tons of illegal fireworks were confiscated just earlier this week. So yeah. apparently they're really cracking yeah. down on that right now. Yeah. And, um, and I think it also has to do probably with maybe recovering from wildfires. Yes. In some areas, now, right? So that's, that's a huge thing this year is that, is that uh, things have gotten a lot drier with climate change and all that. So, so that's definitely an issue. And I think people are kind of like, yeah, you know, cause really no one could understand that that could happen. Right. No, until you see it, you think there's no way something like this could happen yeah. and it happened in front of us. Right. So yes, I, I, I think this year is, I've heard that too. I don't know much about it, but I will say growing up, it was, it was just people had arsenals in, in, in their garage ready to go. 
And I think a lot of that is that, you know, there's a lot of Asian influence, right? And the Japanese and Chinese have been doing fireworks for centuries. So, sure. So that's where it kind of came from. How are they so popular in Wisconsin then? <laughs> well, that Chinese uh, population in Wisconsin is, is very, very, that's a strong group of people. I, I'm still I've, I've, for I've met all four of them and they are influential. <laughs> very much so. How about uh, drinking in the, for New Year's Eve? Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. That's well, I mean, really in Hawaii, it's, it's there's New Year's Eve, there's, you know, Friday, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> Hawaiians love to just sit and drink and, uh, you know, most garages aren't used for cars. There's like tables in the garage for when the neighbors come over and, and then, you know, everybody grabs instruments and sings and dances hula. And yeah, there's so, so definitely New Year's Eve is accelerated a bit, but it really is just another reason. I can't remember if I've ever asked you before. I now, when you said that your dad was a cop, that now sounds familiar. The whole Hawaii 5 thing. I feel like joking about that in the past. What, uh, did, were you, was that ever going to be something that you would have done? Did you have uh, any interest in doing that other than instead of comedy? No. So, no. okay. So, so, uh. I'm the oldest of my dad's second family, essentially. Okay. So I had, I had, uh, five half brothers. Two of my half brothers were cops. One of them, uh, was a prison guard and eventually wound up, you know, coming all the way up to management at the Oahu prison. Like he, and then one of my brothers was with the sheriff's department for a couple of years, then got out of law enforcement. But there was a moment where I had four half brothers in law enforcement and my father literally known by just about everybody, you know, we'd, uh, on the way to school, sometimes he would stop at this place for breakfast and, you know, uh, the police chief would pick up our tab or the governor would pick up our tab. Like everybody knew my dad. And so I had no desire. Um, the, the only time but I- But you also sped around town knowing you could get out of anything. Right? No, 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 no. Just the opposite. Because, because my dad, well, he, I don't think he liked me very much. I don't, I don't, like, yeah. So you know, I wasn't that kind of kid. It wasn't like, oh, we'll cover this up. My dad's like, no, no, I will come to the, I will come to the jail cell and I will beat you before you come out of the jail cell. <laughs> and all my friends will look away because you deserve it. That's, that's more my dad's strategy. <laughs> oh my so, so yeah. So they're like, more on my team than you are, pal. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, so yeah. It was so when people say like, oh, you, you know, you, you had a cop dad, like, nope, not the one time I smoked pot before college. Um, my friend said, you should never smoke pot again. You're horrible with pot because I got so paranoid and, and I was awful to be around. I just kept saying, do you hear it? Do you hear them? They're coming. They're coming. That's, I know, the, I know who's coming because I know who patrols this area. <laughs> I, know, I can hear their car. And when they see me and I'm going to say, Hey uncle, and this is awful. You guys, we got to get out of here now. Like I, they're all mellow and high and I am harshing every buzz there. <laughs> And so all your friends continued to be potheads and they were like, no one call Kermit. <laughs> yeah. That's, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> if there were, if there was going to be pot involved, we do not tell him because he's horrible. Right. <laughs> and you got to realize I'm a pretty easygoing, mellow guy yes. in every other phase of my yes. life. But I was so worried about getting in trouble because the consequences for me would have been worse than any of those friends of mine. Oh, I could absolutely right? see Cause that. Cause they would have gone to, you know, they would have gone to jail in court. I would have, I, I barely would have made it to jail in court. I would have had to be rolled in. That would have been the worst uh, of your problems, right? Is actually facing the court. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Just, or sitting up when the judge gets there. Like, will somebody, will somebody put me in a standing position so I, <laughs> I can show respect to the judge? Someone speak for him. His lips are up. <laughs> yeah. So, so no, no, it wasn't, the, but. But yes, it was weird having 
a dad as a cop because I looked at everything. You know, people think I was a good kid. I wasn't. I was just so worried about consequence. Funny. Yeah. Funny. Well, it kept you out of trouble, I guess, for the most part. Yeah. As far as I know. Or, or it made me really smart as to how to get in trouble, you know, where to draw the lines in the sand. Sure. Right? Because I pushed right to the edge and I knew if I go past this line... My dad or my brothers or somebody's going to come get me. So I kind of I kind of figured out what I could get away with. So on the flip side of that, are you the most laid back dad with your kids because of that? Yeah. Have they been able to take advantage of you because of that? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> wow. That's uh, probably probably I, I would you say you, they're still a little too young. You don't know yet. Are they? I think your kids are what? In their late teens, early twenties, right? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. My my daughter's my daughter's twenty one. My son is eighteen. So, so exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah, they're not quite old enough to do those uh, confessions to you. I think yet. Right? Yeah, they're not quite. But but I but I know that my my daughter's been smarter than us since she was like two. Right. She yeah, she's she every everything is when she was little, every question there were three questions ahead. She was she was setting you up. And oh, you just think you're having a conversation with a three year old. And there's two questions down the road that that's what she's aiming at. It's yeah. So so yeah. So I, I know there'll be a confession point, but but I realized look, I, w- I wasn't an angel, so who am I to judge like yeah. Oh, you shouldn't have done that. Yeah. You know, my my daughter's about to graduate college, so really, I can't tell her anything. Like, you know, she's she's lasted two years longer than I did in college. Yeah, well, congrats <laughs> yeah. to her for yeah. that. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, that's awesome. Uh, what's the son doing? He's in... he's a freshman at University of Hawaii. Okay, yeah. so I listened back to last time you were here, and you had just recently gone on a visit to Hawaii. Yeah, and I'll tell you school. what. So we did that visit in August. Well, that's right, because I was here in August. Come on. We did the visit in August. He did not apply anywhere else. He, yeah, he went to Hawaii and this is a Seattle kid. And like, he's going, wow, it's not raining. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like he fell in love with it. And, um, I'm so proud of him, man. He's, he's taken Hawaiian language, Hawaiian cultural studies. Um, he's a creative media major and he is absolutely in love, in love with Hawaii and he's killing it out there. He's doing great. And, uh, yeah. So after when, last time I talked to you, once we made that visit, he was done. Oh, that's awesome. And I kept saying, like, look, you've got, he's got like a, he, I think he had a 3.8. I was like, just apply. You might surprise yourself. There might be schools that like, oh, I think I'm good. Like, and I knew he was going to get into UH, right? Because he's, he's got, he's got a quarter Hawaiian blood, which is a lot. Okay. Right. So. On, so it is a situation where that helps to get in. Yes, okay. absolutely. Because they really want to help, you know, kids who have Hawaiian blood. That's sure. an important thing because yeah. that bloodline is is thinning out. There are very few people with half like I have, very few anymore. So, but also too, he's got, he, he's a 3.8, you know, IB diploma kid. So, you know what I mean? So, he, so uh, he took a very difficult course in high school and, and, uh, and so I knew he'd get in, but I was just like, just have options, but he, nope, just applied to UH. That was it. That's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. How many, uh, how busy have you been with uh, doing shows in the last year? I've been pretty busy. Uh, you know, I, I kind of thought, because as we came out of lockdown, man, I, I took my time. I was a little worried about, about you know, things. And so I didn't rush into it. And I, and I kind of thought I was going to bite me in the ass uh, because people are like, well, if you don't want to work for us in 21, why should we hire you in 22? Sure. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, that could be a concern. Um, so it took a little while. A couple people just said, look, I didn't know you're working again. You didn't, you didn't call us or say anything like, oh, okay, good point. But it's been wildly busy right now. And this is a knock on wood thing because that could change. Um, but yeah, it has been, put it this way. My wife and I have been empty nesters now for three months. And yeah. I didn't I didn't really experience it because I, I, I haven't been home that much. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, that's probably uh, helps that transition, I bet, huh? Yeah, no um, doubt. 
Yes, it does. But it's really kicking the can down the road, right? <laughs> and then, like, at right. some point, I'm going to have to face this, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That my wife and I may have to have a conversation of some sort, you know? Like a non- Whoa, like hold a, on. Right. What's this now? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Like a non-kid-related conversation. <laughs> like, hey, are, are there any non-Pixar movies you like? What kind of things do you enjoy? So should we finally get that puppy? <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah, Kermit's getting a dog. <laughs> uh-huh. You're getting a dog. Hey, um, I want to bring up. I loved a uh, post you had on Facebook. I think it was ju- it was just the other day. Um, I'm just gonna read it here for okay. You. Yeah. All right. Uh, I've been a sports fan since I was a kid. That's why I became a cameraman. I love capturing these skilled athletes move with strength, instinct, and precision. Precision, the best of the best, and is it an honor to capture these moments of athleticism for all to see? Um, and then under that, you wrote, "Actually, no, your camera will be on Taylor Swift all game." That was your little ode <laughs> to Taylor yeah. Swift stealing yeah. all the attention during football games. Well, and a couple of people got got me wrong on that. A couple of people thought I was like, "Look, I, I I don't know many of Taylor Swift's songs or anything, but but I like her. Right? She does a lot of charitable work. She writes her own damn songs. Like that's awesome in this day and age, right?" Sure. Writes her songs, works hard, works really hard. Gave everybody involved with her tour like a like a six digit bonus. Huge, yeah, everybody, that, you know yeah. what I mean. She's she seems like a really great human being for that level of fame, right? Because normally you hit that level, and you, when nobody tells you no, you can just become whatever psycho you want to be. So I like her. It wasn't a slam on her. What I thought was very funny is that they don't want to miss a reaction. So it dawned on me like there's a camera person who has to be on that shot. Because if they're not on that shot and she does a wacky motion or thing, you know, hey, did nobody get that? Did anybody get that right? So it it dawned on me, like this person who's trained to film athletes, right, is told, all right, today you're you're just going to get a shot of that booth with Taylor in it. My wife will stop watching football if they stop showing her reactions to big players. That's one of the people in the comments of that post said, said, you know, uh, you know, I don't know. I can't remember how, how they said it, but. But it was like, no, no, I don't think it's bad. It's great. And look, I mean, there are people watching football who could care less about football, but they're watching Chiefs games. My wife asks me when they're playing. Yeah. Like that's, (laughs) couldn't care. She's born and raised in Minnesota. Right. Could not care less about the Vikings. I work at the games. I'm a (laughs) fan of theirs. She couldn't care less. Yeah. But uh, Taylor starts dating Travis Kelsey and she's a Chiefs fan. She wants uh, she wants merch. <laughs> oh, it's the crazy. Kelsey jersey. The Kelsey jersey went went nuts, right? And so, crazy. no, I think it's great. I just thought it was a funny concept that that you train your whole life to film athletes and you're just watching a booth with a, with a, with a singer in it. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. You know, the flip side of that is they'll have. Remember when the uh, uh, the stadium opened in Toronto for the baseball team and has a hotel. Yes. Built into it. Yes. And the cameramen were getting shots of people having sex <laughs> during the games. <laughs> so there's always a flip side to that. <laughs> people doing it right with the windows open, you know. Of course. Fly they ball were. to center field. Of course they were. <laughs> so you never know. You, you you absolutely never know. So um the Seattle Times, are you familiar with a newspaper called the Seattle absolutely, Times? Absolutely, yes. Well, I'm a uh, current subscriber. As of about five hours ago, and then I canceled it four <laughs> hours and 59 minutes later because I needed access to something that I found on their website, right? Okay. So they do a thing. So the Seattle Times is one of the local papers where you live, right? Yes. To be clear about it's that. It's the local paper. It's the local paper. All right. So they do a thing each week called Rant. By the way, for people under 40, newspapers 
were things that were delivered to your house and they were printed news. Yep. It's a, <laughs> it's the print version of websites. <laughs> so they used to print those out and deliver them to people's homes. I know it doesn't make any sense. It sounds crazy now, doesn't it? So, it does sound nuts. It sounds nuts. You know how much... I don't get a newspaper, obviously, anymore. Like, in Britain, barely anybody does. I uh, I remember I would not want to miss, like, oh, there might be some good story in here I'm going to get to, and would end up having stacks of freaking newspaper around my house. Yeah. A sign of the times. Yep. I do not miss yep. anymore. In any case, so one of the local papers, like in St. Paul, uh, the Pioneer Press does uh, Saints and Sinners, right? That's their version of uh, Rant and Rave. Right. Are you familiar with Rant and Rave in the yes. Seattle Times? Yes. Have you ever written into Rant and Rave in the Seattle Times? I never have. Okay. Well, uh, I found some pretty interesting ones. These are, uh, you know, these are just, these are entered from, you know, readers, right? And they're complimenting something that happened locally <laughs> or they're upset about something that happened locally, right? So I uh, printed some of these out and oh. I, uh, I want to, we're just, we're going to, you're going to read those. Maybe I'll read some and we'll get, uh, you can expand on them. Maybe oh you've experienced gosh. this, et cetera, et cetera. So I've numbered them. So we'll start at uh, number one there. And uh, I'll you read number one, and we'll talk about that. And how about I'll read number okay. two, and we'll go I want to say that um, okay? as a former subscriber to the Seattle Times, I want to say that one of the reasons I've never written into Rants and Raves is because I've read Rants and Raves, right? And and boy, if I, I already thought that that my opinion doesn't really matter. And I, you know what I mean? And that, and that the, a, a city of a, a million people really doesn't want to read it. And then I, I read what they print and I went, Oh, they definitely don't want to read what I have to say. Like this, <laughs> this is insane. This thing. So I don't even know what's here. Like you're surprised me at this, yes. but I bet it's going to be just odd and humorous. And like, why would someone write it in? And now I'm thinking it's someone's an editor's job to go through. Oh yeah. They're not printing yeah. all of them. I think about that all the time. <laughs> These are the ones that made it. Yeah. These are the ones they thought are print worthy. <laughs> All right. Oh, let's... fantastic. All right. So uh, you go ahead. With okay. First one there. Ooh, we're starting with a rant. So yes. we're going yep. hard. Yep. Hard. Okay. Rant to not knowing how to behave at a live performance at a recent play. I got to, by the, by the way, you have to picture me. This is Seattle. So I'm sitting by a window. Rain is hitting the window, right? The little sound of rain. I've got a, I've got a little coffee in front of me, right? I've got a little coffee and. <laughs> and 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 my little fancy pen that I they bought, you know, those, those eight dollar for one pen kind of pen. I've got that, and I'm ready to go. So you got to picture that person. Perfect. Rant to not knowing how to behave at a live performance. At a recent play, I got to enjoy a. Ooh, we're we're outlining a running commentary on the story from the one behind me. B a group of loud laughers who really wanted to be in the show. Sorry you auditioned and didn't get cast, but this isn't about you. And see the person in the front row whose phone rang not once, but twice, despite the pre-show reminder to turn it off. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of with this person. Sure. Yeah? Yep, sure. But you know what you realize? You realize that that whole thing has changed, right? I mean, you. I took my daughter a musical. I was... I was wearing a suit and she was wearing a dress and there, there's a dude in jeans and a, and a t-shirt. And I'm like, Oh, I've, 
I haven't been to a musical in a while, apparently. Casual has changed. Yeah. The definition of casual has changed. Yeah. All right. We got a rave to Nordstrom. <laughs> it's a, a department store. My feet are different sizes, and they sold me a shoe in each size and only charged me for one pair. <laughs> I almost never go there, and every time I do, it's a positive experience. <laughs> Did you... Did you know? <laughs> I don't ever think of people having uh, different sized feet and have that being a struggle to find shoes. <laughs> well, the same person did a rant about Payless Shoe Source. <laughs> I bet. I bet they did. You go there, you just put them on your feet and walk out. That's Nobody true. Just anything. put your old shoe in the box. Yeah. <laughs> one in 12, one in 13. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, I want to see how much how big is the difference like is one like a seven other one's a 13 <laughs> when they walk do you hear thump tap thump exactly. tap thump tap exactly. <laughs> all right the next one you want me to do three yeah a rant to people who put wooden and upholstered furniture out in the street hoping it will be picked up by someone and then leave it out in the rain, ensuring that no one is going to pick up a saturated chair or sofa or a warped wooden bookcase. <laughs> I am guilty of uh, actually doing that. Have you past. done that? Yes. To, to, what, uh, to what end? Did someone pick it up? Did you have to deal with it later? I, it was a chair that I inherited and we didn't have room for anymore. I put it out when it, the forecast was nice for like a week and no one wanted it for weeks wow and eventually some I, it, it disappeared someone okay i but you don't know if it was like a city official I don't, or someone i who, feel shame yeah, yeah i don't know what actually happened well this rant it, is about but, you uh, then <laughs> this is no this is the wrong city I, I do not live anywhere near there oh did we let's see did we skip one here uh rave to the producers did you see that one rave the producers of the tv show the amazing race for showing the world that a what a beautiful city seattle is did you right. know that about that, that the amazing race uh the last episode of this season was in seattle i had heard that i didn't see it though i'd heard you had heard that uh look, can can we nail down when it was filmed when because i um uh, i took a mental note when i was watching it at the time gas was five dollars and 29 cents <laughs> in seattle <laughs> when was that in the spring uh, was that during covid <laughs> i don't know when that would have been but uh they did show a lot of. I was. I read a thing about uh, them filming that episode, and someone in Seattle said, "You know, they did a pretty good job." But here are my suggestions for what they could have uh, covered, and one of them was showing that wall of gum. Ugh, I hate that thing. I knew that I'm would be so your reaction. Grossed out by that thing, and 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 occasionally I do a show. There's an improv theater there that sometimes will have stand-ups in the show, and I'm not kidding. When I make the turn down that hallway. I put my head down and I close my, or I close my eyes enough to where I can see where I'm walking. Cause I cannot look at that thing. Cause it's so gross. It's gross. It's gross. It's a, it's a wall covered in gum. I read it. It's about 50 feet long. Is about right. Yes. Yes. And the improv theater is probably 40 feet down that freaking hallway. Wow. It's awful. Yeah. I also read that when it gets warm, it, the smell gets worse. Yes. That's the other thing too. Yeah, everybody's bad breath, yeah. right? Combined yeah. on that. Yeah, they did a they did a pressure wash on it, and it took it took like an effort. It took like they had to get firefighters and a fire hose, and um, but they put all that effort in pressure washing it, and everybody just started up again. People just started putting new gum on there. Yeah, yep. I heard, and, um, I heard about that. Yeah, it, it's it's it's. I mean, who wants it? Stuff you were chewing on a wall. 
who would want that? Like, but yet it's an attraction. It's... Sounds you don't like. Sounds like you don't like gum art. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> My apologies to the gum art community. Gum art community. I'm being very insensitive. <laughs> gum art enthusiasts. Uh, what do you, we have? The next one. There's Let's the... just say this. I don't want. I don't want to be a part of anything where they say take something from your body and leave it for others to enjoy. There's nothing. <laughs> There's nothing for me in that sentence, right? I, I see, I see no value to no, that. No, no. Yeah. Toenail clippings, hair. Yeah, you're right. Right. That's exactly <laughs> what that is. It's just garbage from your mouth that you're done with. Like, and and look, and and I'm not. It's this is not about the gum artists. This is about the tourists. There you go. There you go. Blame the tour. Blame Seattle tourists. If they didn't show up and take pictures in front of that thing, your kids didn't like it. Seeing your pictures in front of that, did they? <laughs> no. no. Okay. No. All right. I don't think they've ever seen it, actually. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, I just realized, because I won't go down there unless I'm working, and uh, and I don't think my wife likes it. Yeah, I don't think they've seen the gum wall. I, I mean, unless they've gone down with, they were friends, obviously. You know. Again, you'll find out <laughs> 10 years from now. Ma, Dad, here's the truth. We love it. It's our favorite thing about Seattle. Look at all these selfies. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is... As, as this I is dry heave. Yeah. I, I we we did a uh, we did your face in blue and pink gum, Dad. You wait. You're gonna get a Father's Day gift from there someday. Uh, All right. What's the next one you have? Uh, rant to small do- small people. You have that one there. You want me to read that one? Yeah. Rant to small people with big dogs. <laughs> if your dog can literally literally drag you into the street as it tries to get at me and my dog on the other side then you need to rethink the parameters of pet ownership. <laughs> Not something I've ever thought about. Uh, uh, small people and big dogs, but I guess, I guess. All right, we skipped one there, but that's fine. I, so I'm going to go to the next one here, right? All right. Uh, rant to grocery stores that are currently offering digital coupons for rib roasts at special prices. Not all of us go... <laughs> oh, I, del- I, I tried to edit this one. Not all of us... Uh, have uh, access to digital, your offer is totally unfair. <laughs> so you, you're you upset that you can't get the offer for the uh, roast, yeah. but you were able to write into the paper to complain <laughs> about it. <laughs> right. And, here, and here's the other thing I'm wondering about that. When was that written? Like, was that written right. 2020? Yeah. And that yeah, sale's yeah. long gone? Right. <laughs> She's passed away? <laughs> Oh my God! You got to get with the times, lady. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? There are things they can do. It's just not, it's just not advertised. But there, there are ways they can do it. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. You got the airports one next there. Rent to airports. Is it still necessary to scan shoes at the airport? My socks pick up others' foot odors <laughs> and stink up my shoes and my house. They confiscate my cologne, and they have questions about my dental floss sticks. Wait, what does the cologne and the floss sticks have to do with the... It's all about smells with this person. Ah. It's all about smells. It's... Do your socks pick up other people's foot odors? No! That's insane! I don't think so. I I travel a lot, and maybe I I need to apologize to a lot of people, because I had no idea. Um... You should be... (laughs) You need to be more aware of this. Wow. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) <laughs> just, how do you, how would you know how would you know if you're picking up other people's 
I, I, I don't want to do that wow. test. Yeah, yeah, plane safety, blah, blah, blah. But it gets a little stinky. Sure. <laughs> sure, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. But this is what I'm talking about. This is the kind of thing where I would read and like, wow, someone thought to to write that and that it would be important. And then other people at the newspaper went, okay, let's print this one. That's That to me is fascinating. We're trying to change. They're trying to change behavior. They're, they're trying to... <laughs> Make the world a better place. Make the world a <laughs> without us sharing foot odors. <laughs> uh, rant to my Phantom Lake neighbor. Where's Phantom Lake? Do we know Phantom Lake? Uh, I do not remember where Phantom Lake is. Okay. Uh, rant to Phantom to my Phantom Lake neighbor who takes my paper while on his morning walk. <laughs> Unfortunately, they won't see this unless they take my paper the day this runs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> As we talked about, newspapers are occasionally delivered to people's homes and blah blah. blah. Well, if if um if they if they don't take the paper, you could just stand by your window, and if they walk by, just take the paper to run it to them. So you need to read today's. Yeah, there you go. Right, just give it to them. There you go. There you go. All right. Rave, <laughs> rave to Honeycrisp, Cosmic Crisp, Fuji, Pink Lady. Gala and other newest varieties of apples developed by Washington State University and others. These are everything you could want in an apple. Truly a delight. Oh, so that's so nice. That's just a nice one. Someone's happy about apples. Isn't that nice? Not only are they happy about apples, they need other people to know how happy they are about apples. Yep. And then this next one, uh, we'll see how this one uh, ties in. Rant to grocery stores for their busy... Uh, busy, pardon me, rant to grocery stores for their lousy selection and variety of apples. <laughs> <laughs> Every week, it's the same old apples. For a state that brags about growing over 30 varieties of apples, why is it we cannot have Macintosh, Cortland Empire, Rome, or Brayburn apples? <laughs> wow. Clearly not written by the same person. No, it was not. But here's amazing. In two rant and raves, you have found Nine different apples mentioned in two different rants and raves. That is such a Seattle paper. Like that is the most, you know. That's a very Seattle thing. Yeah. I'm going to write one in that's that's just so I can mention Red Delicious and Granny Smith. <laughs> right? <laughs> Rant to the people who ignore the old school apples. I know. Hey, right? how about Granny, the, one, the ones that have been with us since the war. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. The, one, the ones that are good in a pie. <laughs> the, one, the ones that make pie. Absolutely. Exactly. Oh, that's so funny that we have a rave and a rant about apples. Who knew? So the next one is very controversial. I'm going to leave this one for you. A rant and a rave. Okay. Yeah. Rant and rave to a stadium filled with avid, enthusiastic Husky and Duck fans the other night. Rant to the two Duck fans who thought it was amusing to taunt me with comments about Ted Bundy's graduation from UW. <laughs> I lived in Seattle through those frightening years, and my friend's sister was murdered by Ted Bundy. Not funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. That is, that's dark, man. That is dark. Right after the apples. I will say this. As someone who went to the University of Washington, I can still be very unbiased in saying, uh, duck fans suck. Okay. They're awful. <laughs> Right. And now I'm not saying that zero Husky fans would do the same thing if there was a serial killer from 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 University of Oregon. But what I will say 
is they're awful. Just as a broad general statement, because you know why? Because they've, they win all the time, right? And they get close, but they never win a championship. But, but they've, they've had that Phil Knight money coming in for, you know, 20 something years. Sure. So they have become a top notch program that never wins the big one. And yet their fans act like they win it every year. They are so pompous. Right. And it's hard for me as a Husky fan to say anything because we take this year out of it. We beat them twice, but we haven't beaten them. We beat them probably once in the last 12 years. So, so I can't, be, yeah. I can't Sore say loser. anything. Yeah. Right. I can't say anything because they're, they're right. They're better, but I am not surprised by this. Who wants to talk about serial killers at a football game? <laughs> Duck fans do. That's who. <laughs> I wonder if it just came to him. They're like, I got a good one. Wait till we get, wait till we get a lead. I'm going to nail him with <laughs> yeah, this one. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. All right, we got one more here. Rant okay. to the uniforms worn by the Seattle Seahawks back on Thanksgiving Day. They looked like sickly geckos. <laughs> <laughs> So I just want to, uh, I want that to put that out there. Like, I think from now on, they should not be the Seattle Seahawks. They should be Seattle sickly geckos. Well, that's only if Geico will upgrade their advertising money, right? I mean, they right now they're at one tier. And if they go to the next tier, we change the name. There we go. There we go. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, I want to get your opinion on this. Okay. Uh, so I asked Tim. Tim Harmston was here last week, and he had a really good answer. I love Tim Harmston. Well, ditto. So uh, our buddy Chad Daniels, comedian Chad Daniels, has a beer named after him right now that's available in stores called Dad Chaniels. Oh, it's that's a session great. IPA. It is really good. I had some at home. Anyway, so I asked Tim what would what would his drink be if a company came to him and said, what would you like us to produce and put your name on? And he said, a, uh, basically, we came up with a uh, bathtub hard seltzer, basically. <laughs> Homemade hard seltzer. <laughs> what would Kermit de Pio's, uh beverage be if someone came to you and said, we're going to slap your name on this can? Uh, I'll tell you right now, it would be a, it would be a, a spiked pie milkshake. <laughs> it, it would be... Is that a thing? It, did, you, it, did you just invent this? Oh, I hope I did. Yeah. I, yeah. Wouldn't that be great? Like, you, you, you know, cause some places have the guts to make a pie milkshake, not many, but some places have the guts to put pie, ice cream and milk in a blender and just serve it as a drink. I think if you spike that bad boy, you don't even have to have people around you. That's a party by yourself. You know what I mean? And then if, and then if it is a social thing, it's even great, better. Even that's wonderful. So I think, yes, a, a spiked pie milkshake. Can we get that on the menu before Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that, coming this New Year's Eve to Acme Comedy Company. <laughs> the appeal. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Cause I'm not, I'm not, I mean, I, I rarely, I don't drink that much. I do drink, but when I do, I'll have a, a couple of beers. I'm not familiar that much with hard alcohol. What if you were to make that drink, what is the alcohol you'd use in the, in the pie milkshake? Uh, rum. <gasps> oh, right, because a little sweetness. Yeah. Ah, uh, there we go. Everybody. And I'm no expert, but that's the first thing that came to mind. There we go. This is this is a Thanksgiving tradition waiting to happen. Come on. We are we are putting America on on blast on this. <laughs> I think so. I, okay. I'm so glad you asked me that question because I've never thought about that. Look at that. All right. Let's get that together. Maybe you can sell them as merch on the your next <laughs> next time at Acme. <laughs> Little to go cans, huh? <laughs> to go to go cans of pie milkshake. Yeah, <laughs> I think we're onto something. Yeah, like a like a growler. Get the growler size. See, right? <laughs> see, <laughs> you got see, relatives see, coming see. over. 
Absolutely. Oh, um, is there anything? Let's see. Uh, let's talk once again about okay. you being there's shows throughout the week here. Yes. I'm normally, I mean, it's we're recording this early in the week. Normally, I come and see a show and then we record. So, that, but we're getting this one out early in the week. Um, well, the good thing about it is, is that uh, seeing my show doesn't really help your interview at all. <laughs> it doesn't. There's not true. <laughs> At the very least, I could show up and say I had a really good time. Uh, but I could just say that from all right, the other right. times I've seen. Right, right. No, you, you, that's not going to change. <laughs> that's not going to change. But I, I do want to point out that if people uh, coming here on New Year's Eve is a uh, is a great idea, you can come and get the dinner beforehand. Yeah. And then come see the show. Yep. This uh, I've been here when Lewis puts on these four or five course meals when Acme has gatherings and I get yes. invited for that. It's amazing it's great and that's what people are going to get here on sunday nights it's a great thing to do and and the nice thing about it is that you know with one ticket it's all taken care of you you know you're going to get dinner you get good seats to the show and um so there's two shows on sunday yeah uh seven and nine thirty yeah uh as well as throughout the weekend seven friday saturday sunday uh seven and nine thirty and then so with that timing the show will be over by midnight by the time we hit 2024 the show will be over but you will stick around, yes? People want to stay after the show? Yes, yes. I'll definitely be around. Um, I know in the past, you know, the show ends pre-midnight, and Acme's not going to rush you out of here. If you want to stick right, around right. and have a, and have a drink, maybe and, uh, Kermit will stick around, and uh, you guys can do some cheers yeah, at midnight. I, I, I'll stick around, because the, the last thing I want to do is is wander the Minneapolis streets in the middle of winter. That, that's the last thing I want to do, right? So I'm going to stay inside. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll be around. I, I, I love coming to this club, so I'm definitely looking forward to it. And if between now and then you find some sort of uh, pie uh, drink <laughs> that you can share with Kermit, um, I don't know that he would turn that Bring down. your blender. Bring Let's your make blender. this happen. <laughs> And, and by the way, there are outlets around here. <laughs> what if you the show ends and all of a sudden click six vendors, vendors, and I'll blenders, put, blenders kick on. And I'll put this out there right now. I'm I'm looking for a sponsor. I I, I don't I don't have a, a company that's making it right now because we just came up with the idea. So if you have pie, if you have blenders, <laughs> and if you have rum, let's talk, man. Let's. Let's get rich together. Come on. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> you and I, we're going, we have a partnership now. So I'm, I'm, so I'm putting, in. I'm putting the word out, Acme fans. Uh, 612. No, kidding. There's <laughs> <I know. laughs> Call me directly. I'll get the, I'll get the message to Kermit and we'll take care of it. Thank you so much. Thanks for, for having me. It's always nice to see you. And, and, you know, it's just, it, you're fun to be around and, and all that. And you're a nice guy, but really being able to talk sports, because uh, because for some people, sports are like a nice conversation, and then let's stop, right? And so when you meet someone who just enjoys talking about sports as much as you do, uh, it's great. So uh, it's nice to see you again. Absolutely, thank you. I appreciate that, and uh, I have a good feeling we'll do this again within the next year. Fingers crossed. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to No Laugh Track Podcast the show with a new comedian headliner every single week with me, the host, Justin Severson. The show is produced in the heart of Minneapolis's North Loop neighborhood at the legendary Acme Comedy Club. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, and watch the video version on our official No Laugh Track YouTube channel. Wherever you are enjoying the pod, remember, drop a like, leave a review, and please tell your friends about the show. And most importantly, come to Acme and see my show in person.